of breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, you know, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And on this anniversary show today, we're sharing two of our newest hosts. Charlotte Felcher will be on after our commercial break, but we are starting with Christina McMurray. And I was introduced to Christina through our longtime friend, Linda Cherry, and she came on as a guest promoting her book, Live, Laugh, Fly. And then she and her husband, Gene, came back to host We're an Open Book. And it really is a fabulous show and rather than me trying to explain everything I'm going to bring Christina in so she can talk about her book and her show and what being here on Word of Mom Radio is like for them so with that being said Chris welcome to the show Hi Dory thank you for having me congratulations on your 10th year anniversary it's big it really is and it's gone by so fast. It's amazing to me. Good, good. That means you're enjoying what you're doing. I, You know what? I really do. And it's amazing because we started just with this show, our Mompreneur Model Show on Thursdays. Then Janice Clark came in with Social Media Help Not Hype, and that kind of launched our business spotlight on Tuesdays. And then we started bringing in different hosts corner and a kid's corner and healthy habits and our author's alley and all of the different things that have morphed out of this one show in 10 years. And I love that you and Jean are here sharing your journey. So I would love for you to take us on that journey for those who haven't tuned into your show yet. Well, I wrote the book, Live, Laugh, Fly. It took me seven years to write that book. And I started writing the book after the death of our son, who was 22 years old. When he passed away, he was 19 when he was diagnosed with a very rare cancer. And I started writing the book a couple of years afterwards um, because I met this lady on the plane. And she Mm -hmm. told me I had to write a book, so I did. But we first started off with the signs that I really felt that Scott was sending us to show that he was okay. He was okay. And I started just writing down the signs and the dates so that I don't forget. And then two years later, I met this stranger on the plane who was a medium and told me that Scott was there and I need to write a book to help other grieving families. So I did. And what just started out is from his signs, we had to really go back to the beginning of Gene and I's relationship 
to show how we came to be. And so that's what we did. And so it is just our relationship, our son, our family, and just the knowledge and the knowing that our loved ones are always with us. They are always with us. And they're guiding us, and they want us to be happy. And now we have the podcast. Thank you. I have to say that I am someone, it's so hard very often for people to talk about those people that they've lost. And I think back to when our friend Bob Fitzsimmons died. He just, his aorta burst. I mean, there was no warning, no nothing. And no one could mention his name. Every kind of, you know, and and I kept saying, it was like, if we don't talk about him, that's when you're truly dead. When no one remembers you, when no one shares who you were and what you meant in their life. So I so applaud. And, you know, seven years to some people may seem like a long time, but Mm -hmm. for those who haven't read this book, you know, it's hard to say, but it is the truth that even in writing this book of the death of their son, their life together, all of the things that you and Jean went through, it really is a feel-good yeah. book. It just <laughs> you is. Know, it's a feel-good it, book. People do say that. You know, you are laughing a lot. You're crying. But at the end, I think there is a joy, a joy in knowing without a doubt that our loved ones are with us. I I know my son has died, but my relationship with him has not. I talk to Scott every day, and I know he's listening to me. And that is what I think is so beautiful, and I think anybody can have that. I'm not doing anything extraordinary. I am just talking to my son, and I know he's listening. I know it. It's amazing. My mom, it'll be 29 years in January of 2023 that my mother will be gone. And she still sends signs. And I just this past weekend, my daughter is performing with this group called Artrageous. And I finally got Mm -hmm. to see her. And it was remarkable because she was up there channeling my, my mother. And me, we were both performers, but I could just see that light in her eyes, and Mm -hmm. it's just such a joyful thing to watch. And I know for you, you've always followed those signs that Scott has left path. Yeah, what an amazing path! And that's and any and that's the thing is like anybody can have this, anybody. And it's actually, I mean, this path, who would have thought, look at us now, Dory. (laughs) I mean, we're talking on the phone on your 10-year anniversary. When all this started, I didn't meet you. I didn't know who you were. When I wrote that book, I really thought, okay, my family members and maybe a couple of my friends will have the book. That is it. I had no idea that it would lead me, you know, to everything that it has to different book clubs that I will go to that people have read the book and have loved it. Um, To Linda, as you know, how all that came about and now to you and now to have a podcast. And it's just like, 
it has taken on a life and a path of its own, and I am just grateful, and I really feel that Scott is guiding this, and I'm just, I'm along for the ride. And that's why I also feel like we donate 100% of our proceeds to the children's cancer programs, and I don't do this because, oh, I'm going to make money. I don't get anything from it. This is all going for um, children's families to help them during their child's stay in, in the hospital. And I do that because I even say writing this book, it wasn't about me. I don't feel like it, it's God and Scott's story, and I am the writer here. I'm just the writer, and I'm following the path and doing the best that I can with it. You're doing an amazing job, but you know what the reality is? It is your story, too. It's your story. Yeah, it is. But I, story. I know. I, it is. But I just feel I, I'm supposed to be doing this. I really do. I feel like I this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I do, and I'm, I'm happily doing it, and I'm loving it, you know. And it's just really cool to see how people can relate to it. And they'll tell me about their different signs that they saw from a loved one. And then people relate to other parts of the book, too, when I speak about um, addiction, you know, that we had gone through that. People relate to that. And people also relate to I had to close my daycare business because of an injured back. People relate to that. So I find that the book is so relatable on so many different levels. So many different levels. Being a single mom, people really relate to that. So it's been incredible. If we you know, could talk about it more to each other, so many people go through this stuff, but they do it in silence, you know, and it doesn't need to be. We all should be talking and helping each other through life's challenges. I so agree with you. And one of the things that always amazes me is how you and Jean, you know, Married young, got divorced, mm-hmm. you became that single parent. It gave you such a strength that you never had. And some marriages are even strong enough to survive divorce because you mm-hmm. wound up getting remarried. And I know. look at the two of you now. It's It's kind of remarkable. And you're so honest about it in the book. And even in your show, I love... You know, your second podcast that you did was answering questions that people had Mm -hmm. sent you about how do you deal with grief? How do you talk to somebody who's grieving? What should you not say? It's amazing to me that after one show, people were asking so many questions already. That's right. That's right. It was amazing. It was amazing. They somehow would get my name on Facebook, so I would get private messages. And I was like, look at this. I mean, we were just so glad to have this conversation with people because death happens in every family. You're going to experience it. And we should talk about it, and we should say things that is not helpful to say to the grieving person, but say things that could be helpful to the grieving person. And we're all, it's a learn-as-you-go process grief. There's no class on what to do or what to say. And so it really is a learn as you go. So if we can kind of share experiences of what helped us and what didn't help us, 
that is, you know, what we like to do. And we t- we started work on the um, third podcast already, and we talk about when we first met and the difference in families. And, you know, when you get married, you fall in love, and all of a sudden, sometimes the families aren't thrilled. <laughs> you know, that's a hard thing to talk about, too. And we talk about the beginning of addiction with Jean. And, you know, it's these are tough subjects that we talk about, but they're important because so many people are going through it. That's the thing, though, is helping people realize they're not alone. Sometimes, right. when, especially in grief, you just mm-hmm. you feel like no one can understand. And yep. I remember my mother saying something to me once. I had broken up with my first fiancé, and I was just crushed. And I mm-hmm. came home, and I didn't live at home. And I came home, and I was crying so hard. And my mother calls into her job and says, I can't come in today. My daughter's here. She's not feeling well. She needs my attention. And I hear her go, 22. Well, what difference does that make? I'm not coming in today. Right. Click. And oh, what a she great came mom. And, yeah, oh, she really was. But she came and she sat down with me. And finally, when I was <laughs> done with my sobbing, and she said what I was like, Mommy, you just don't understand how I feel. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, honey, you know what? You're starting to learn. I'm already starting to forget. That's a perfect answer. It really is because, again, we feel so alone and we don't realize that, you know, we're not. People deal with grief. You know, there are other families that have lost children. There are other families who've survived addiction. There are other families who've been ripped apart by addiction and were never able to put the pieces back together. You know, there's, and that's, that's again another reason to me why your why your book is such a feel good book because look at everything that you and Jean have survived and right. are now on your podcast. We're an open book because right. you know, you are. You just share everything with such candor and so much reality to it without it being <laughs> You know, even though you're talking about tough things, it's not where you're just, oh, well, you get to end the show and it's just like, oh, what a downer. No, it isn't. It's just so real. And and you walk away from every show. I know I do. Just feeling like, wow, that was a great show to listen to. It really is. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're trying. We have no idea what we're doing. We're trying, though, you know. This is a whole new this is a whole new path, you know, and it's exciting. And we're figuring out as we're doing it. But yeah, it's been great so far. It really has and it's been exciting and the response has been great. It has been great. You've got five star reviews and really people are tuning in all over because one of the reviews that you got came in out of Apple Podcast. So because our show is syndicated everywhere. So people are tuning in. That's the that's the thing I love the most about our show, honestly, is the fact that one o'clock in the afternoon, who can really ta- stop to listen to a show at one right. o'clock in the afternoon? It doesn't matter. We're live on your time. Whenever you've got the chance to tune in, guess what? The show is there live. It is. Yes. Yes. It doesn't have to be where oh, I missed the show. It's not a regular 
broadcast where uh, right. I can't believe I missed it. Hopefully they'll do an encore. Our encores happen every time you hit the button. So <laughs> it's right. That's right. It is. And and I have to tell you, I know we're in our tenth year. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's I'll tell you, it's funny because before you're doing it, you think, oh, what could be so hard? You're just going to talk. It, it's it's not easy. So hats off to you for ten years because. We've been at it for like, you know, two or three episodes, and we're like, it's hard work. So congratulations on it, because it is not an easy thing to do, and you are succeeding and helping so many people. Well, I'm loving it. And, you know, 10 Years on the Air really is testament to the amazing women that I have had the opportunity to interview, the fabulous women who have come on hosting shows throughout the years, different sponsors who came in and, and sponsored shows. And we've just been very, very blessed to be connected to all of these different people throughout the years. Yeah. And it's just, it's always been fun. It always has that, been. Well, I, 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 really, honestly, we had 930-something episodes I only had one episode in all of those episodes, 930-something episodes, where I was like, wow, I'd rather have my gums scraped on that one. It was <laughs> only one time, only one time. It just, and it was so funny because we had done a pre-show call, and this woman was so lively, and then we got on the air, and nothing. It, one froze, word answer. Yeah. I it's why it's actually one of the reasons I started taping shows. Although you and I are live right mm -hmm. now, but it's one of the reasons right. I started taping things because and it's funny because in the tapings I'll tell different stories. Most of the time I edit out my stories in between the questions right. and answers. I tell them so people feel comfortable and things like that. Sometimes I'll leave them if they kind of pertain to what went on. But mm -hmm. like I said, quite often it's just so they have that comfort level and feel able to now tell their story and go into what right. they're doing and things. So it was really one of the reasons that, and so we didn't have to deal with weather. <laughs> That's <laughs> because, true. The weather. Yeah. You know, as an online show, you definitely are beholden to the weather. So Chris, Absolutely. as we're wrapping up this segment over here, what do you want to leave yeah our anniversary listeners with? I, well, first of all, happy anniversary. I love how your programs lift women up, everybody up. We all could use that and need that. But what I want all our listeners to know is that love never dies. I love that. Thank you, oh, Chris. Yeah, love never dies. Thank you, Dory. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much, and thank you for being part of these 10 years, and you are continuing on to, you know, into our next decade, so this is really fun. So thanks for being it is here. Fun. I really appreciate thank it. You. And for everybody thank listening. Thank you so we, much. My pleasure, sweetie. We are going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave, she is strong, 
She is you because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio, and we are with Sharla Felcher, who is our host of Kid Fun and More. Just a little background on Sharla. She's a wonderful author, and she's often called a kid believer because nothing gives her more pleasure than encouraging young people to believe in themselves and pursue their dreams. And let's face it, it all began when Sharla was just a kid herself and discovered the joys of playing with younger children, and her career began as a kindergarten teacher in Philadelphia, where she also started writing about her unique ideas of creative fun with young children. And Charlotte was actually introduced to us as she was sharing her book, Kid Fun and More, 101 Fun Ways of Play. And it's so much fun to have her as a host, because she brings such amazing people who are devoting their lives to the bringing joy to children. So, Sharla, yay, it's nice to have you back as a quote-unquote guest. I am so happy to say happy anniversary. Thank you. Glory, that's amazing. Time does fly when you're having fun. It really does. I have been so lucky with this show to be able to meet people like you and have the amazing guests. So share your journey because it really is all based on your love of kids. So I have to back up though. This isn't luck story. What you do on Word of Mom is so smart. Yeah, and you do it all right. I just want to start with this instead of my history. Um, my book was published by Wordy, W-O-R-D-E-E-E, Publishing, and Patrice Samara, his partner there, recommended Word of Mom. And the minute I heard Word of Mom, I thought, oh, my God, that's perfect for me. Because I really talk to parents, grandparents, teachers, anyone who loves kids on creative ways to have fun with them. 
and I will say the title of my book is Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. You said 101. 100, that's nothing. 401. I know, I thought about that. I was like, oh, I'm going to edit that out. And put in <laughs> well, now you can't edit it. We'll just keep it. Exactly. So, but when I was a guest the first time with you, and you sent these sheets of how to prepare to be a guest, I thought, wow, this is a lot of work. Well, you know what? It's the best. <laughs> it's not luck that you're successful. Who would have ever thought I would become a podcaster on the Word of Mom Network? And I use everything you did with me as my model of preparing a guest to be with me. And you really make the show flow so beautifully by asking me to, to, um, to list the questions I want you to ask. All of my guests really enjoy the conversation, and it's because you make it so easy. So I want to thank you. Oh, my, you know, my pleasure. It actually began because so many of the women that come on Word of Mom Radio, we were their first interview. Oh, and wow. rather than me just ask them random questions, I decided let me ask them because nobody knows more about their business, their product, their service, and what they want everybody to hear. Plus, it gave them a comfort level of kind of knowing what was happening. And I have to say that my quote unquote gift is making the questions sound like they came off the top of my head as opposed <laughs> to reading questions. Well, what, what was great when you interviewed me and in all of our conversations, you are such a natural lover of children and your grandchildren um, playing with them in such creative ways that it makes us very much connected. So it's true. Um, and so a little bit about my background. I did always love kids. That's all I knew. I just wanted to work with young children. And I did that. But for only four years, I was a kindergarten teacher because I became a mom. And in the quote, old days, you retired. I retired at the old age of 25. <laughs> I had two daughters. And it was so long ago that one of them is my partner in my PR business now, my daughter Hope. And my other daughter, Amy, is the landlord. We rent office space from her and the business she's in. So I see my kids all the time and, um, and my granddaughters, which is so wonderful. But with me, my journey was that here I was home and I was being a creative mom and I was getting bored. I wanted more out of my life. So I volunteered at the Philadelphia, at the Children's Museum in Philadelphia. And it's called Please Touch Museum. And because I also wrote about kids and I wrote for the Philadelphia Daily News for eight years, I had a full page for kids, but they thought I would be good in public relations. It's like, what's that? I volunteered and I learned how to do public relations and then they hired me. And I was the first PR director of Please Touch Museum. In fact, I need to have the executive director of that museum as a guest. <laughs> but I have a PR business for 38 years. And in my business, I meet so many great, interesting people, which has allowed me to have so many terrific guests. A lot of our clients are child-related and um, they're natural. And when I wanted to have a website, kidfun.com was not available. So we did kidfunandmore.com. That's my website. 
But the and more is so important because on the podcast, we talk about anything that has to do with caring for children. I'm experts in all kinds of fields, not just playing, but everybody has to talk about their memories of playing when they were young. And I just love to give tips. So being on Word of Mom, what could be more perfect? And the incredible outlet of podcasts that you're connected to um, has been great, great for me. So I congratulate you very sincerely. Well, I so appreciate it. And let's face it, my sparkling personality is only going to get us so far. (laughs) It really is testament to the amazing guests and the wonderful hosts that Word of Mom Radio has had the opportunity to bring to the air throughout the years. It's really fun. You know, we started, we did our first anniversary show with Janice Clark, who was my first guest when I did a two-part segment on mompreneurs, women like me building their business from home while they're raising a family. She was my first caller on one of our first live shows and then began hosting Social Media Help Not Hype. Hosted for three years, took a little break, hosted for another two and a half years, took another little break, and we're reeling her back in to get her back because now there's so many other sites. And then we brought in Renee Sullivan, who was, I was her first interview. She was our first sponsor and then started doing Keep It Simple with Renee. So our show has just grown and grown. It started with just one show on a Thursday afternoon, my Mompreneur Model Show. Then the business spotlight, you're in our Kid Fun Corner, where we do all of these different shows for parents, for children, for educators, because it's so important, especially now, with more and more families transitioning when schools were closed, or how many families have decided, you know what, I'm going to homeschool. Your Kid Fun book gives such great information and so much fun, and it's a myriad of things and most of which are already in your house. Right. And that's what makes it just a great book. It's a great book for any age. As your kids are growing, there's going to be stuff that you can do with your little ones. There's going to be stuff all the way to middle school and even the beginning parts of high school in things that are in here. I like to tell people that if you have one thing in your house that's really important, it's a bag of balloons. Because just think of the joy of balloons. On a day when everyone's bored, rainy day, they're stuck in the house, you blow up some balloons, take some paper plates, hit them back and forth across the room, do all kinds of activities with them. There are such simple things. Right. There really are. You don't have to have all of these, you know, kids will play with anything. The toilet paper roll, I take the toilet paper roll and I take the paper towel roll. And so now we have a little trumpet and the big trumpet, and the big trumpet will make into a slide trombone. And there's my grandson and my granddaughter and I just walking around making our noises. They get it like that. And the memories that you're giving them of playing with their grandmother, they will have that for the rest of their life. And you'll be a role model. Hopefully they'll be the same kind of parent and grandparent. Together, that's the real clue. Isn't it remarkable? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have your daughters. And you can't, until you become a grandparent, you really don't think you could ever love anybody more than your own kid. <laughs> and then they hand you a grandchild and it's like, <gasps> because, and I've, I've come to the conclusion, it is really because they're the people you don't have to say no to. 
not your job to raise them. Please, right. thank you. Did you wash your hands after you went to the bathroom? There's my parental responsibility in a <laughs> nutshell. The rest is, can we do this? Sure. Can we go here? Of course. You know, my grandson's going to be four. And you know, there are those transition stages in a child's life. So now he's testing the boundaries and having his little fits and stomping his feet. And I'll just look at him and it's like, Mimi never wants to say no to you. But when you do that and you use angry words and you're stomping your feet, you make it impossible for Mimi to say yes. So let's take a deep breath and let's go back. Let's play with something else. And then we'll come back to what you wanted to do later. Because I'm not going to just give in like that. I have to make him sit and think and and realize it, but then I'll let him ask me again with nicer words. I love how you said that about not having to say no. The first time I took my oldest granddaughter, who's now 14 and a half shopping, we called it a yes day. It's funny. She was very practical. She would look at the price tags thanks to her mother. And no, Grammy, I don't have to spend that. I mean, not that I wanted her to, but I loved that she thought herself of her budget. But listen to what I'm doing with her. I have a gala. And she's 14 and a half, and it's for the Philadelphia Youth Orchestra Music Institute, one of my clients. And uh, it's black tie. It's at a beautiful venue. She's going to be my assistant. She got her first gown. She is so excited. We're going next week. And um, how's that for kid fun? Oh, my gosh. She's going to have to work. You know what? Why not? Right. It's a wonderful thing for them to learn. And Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine how excited you are going to be. I am. Oh, my gosh. I can feel it. I'm serious. I have goosebumps. I mean, she said, Grammy, can I go? Can I go? And usually my daughter, Hope, is my assistant. Or, But even though she doesn't, she's not an assistant anymore. She's about to be the president of the PR Association of Philadelphia. But um, I usually have someone with me. So to have... To have that, Ryan, it's going to be quite a kick. You know, I a memory came up the other day of my daughter and I down at the Pentagon. Gary Sinise has the Lieutenant Dan Band, and they had all the troops were in, and they were doing this event at the Pentagon, and he asked to play. Mm-hmm. He had come in, and my daughter came down as my assistant. I was there with SOS, which was Support Our Soldiers, of this little grassroots not-for-profit that was doing things to support the soldiers coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. And she was my assistant for the day. And and the picture came up of the three of us. And it was so funny because my daddy was a Marine. Ah. And she's looking at all these guys in uniform. She said, boy, they're so handsome. But look at those Marines, the way they stand, this and that. And my father's like, that's my girl. And the next breath, he was like, what do you mean she was around all those soldiers? (laughs) Daddy. Trust me, she was by my side the whole time. It was fine. You know, they defend our country. I'm sure they're okay. But (laughs) it was just remarkable. And again, so, and I know how I felt that being my daughter. I can't even imagine how I'm going to feel when my grandson or my granddaughter are there helping me do something. Oh, my gosh. It's just got to be the icing on the cake. Oh, and for her, I mean, it's her first gown. So it's very exciting. So I want to just say, I thank you, Dory, from the bottom of my heart for everything you've taught me, for the opportunities you've given me. I love being on the Word of Mom Media Network. Well, and I'm going to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I love your show. It gets better and better every show. 
Your guests are so, it's so amazing. Your last guest that you had, who was the owner of the daycare centers, and talking about the things that parents should look for. And the most important thing, look at the children. Look at the children. If they are happy, if they're having fun, then you know you are in a good place. Right. You know, and when she said that, it was like the light bulb moment as I'm listening to this going, duh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> She's really wonderful. Damaris Alvarado Rodriguez. I, I did not want to say her name wrong. But you know what, Charlotte? I absolutely love that you are part of our network. I really do. I love your show. It's so much fun to have in your kid fun minutes. And if you go to wordofmomradio.com, if you go into the search bar and either search Charla's name or scroll down to our hosts, all of her shows are there. And at the start of every one of them is a really fabulous video of one of your kid fun minutes. Right. And they're so much fun. My, I love the be your rubber band. I always think that that is just, it's such a great idea of teaching kids to just stretch and wiggle and all of the different things that you can do. And then I was always a fort mommy. So, and it's so funny because now I have the little pop-up one. On a raining day, that's what we do. We pop up our fort, we make little carpet picnic, and we get into our, we're stuck in the house routine, we get our books and everything else. Oh, and, so, and let me add to the fort. Everyone can have a fort. They just put a sheet over the kitchen table and climb right. inside. We, we, sometimes it could be a little cafe or it could be a library. You can have peanut butter and jelly or whatever the kids eat inside that, that little fort. See why you need Kid Fun 400 and Easy Ideas for Play? I'm serious. This is why you need this book. There's a link on wordofmomradio.com on every one of Charla's shows. There'll be a link. Get the book. Get the book for you. Get the book as a gift for others because it will give you such really fun ways to enjoy your time with your children and your grandchildren and your nieces and your nephews. And you know what? As they play, you get to play too. And what's better than that? Right. And laugh together. And on that note, I'm going to say congratulations. Thank you so much for including me, Dory. I'm very glad to be here. Thank you so much. And for all of you tuning in, thanks for being here. We are going to close out this anniversary show with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.